Hear all of our previously aired broadcasts of News for the Soul online at newsforthesoul.com. Now let's get back to the show. Next on the News for the Soul Radio Network, it's the Whole Health Initiative with Dr. Holly. With more degrees than a thermometer, Dr. Holly's PhDs include psychology, nutrition, natural medicine, advanced Ayurvedics, and more. Dr. Holly is a scientist, the author of 17 books, and a professional international speaker. She also sees and works with energy, and she's here now to help you achieve complete optimal health. Welcome, Dr. Holly, to News for the Soul. Welcome to Post St. Patrick's Day, Wednesday, and I hope you're having a good day amidst all this panic that's being established around the world. We're going to have another program like we did last week on the coronavirus. We're going to look at updated information. We're going to look at where you can get information that's accurate information as opposed to an awful lot of the um, misleading information that is out there. So hopefully... You'll pay attention, and by the end of the show, you won't be in a panic. (laughs) All right, so first off, I wanted to share with you, we've gone over this a few times before over the last few years, but I want to share with you two two quotes about two of the most uh, prestigious medical journals in the world and whether or not they provide accurate information. Then we're going to look at the WHO, the World Health Organization, to see how accurate they are. Then we're going to look at a variety of other statistics to put this um, pandemic that we're supposedly having in perspective. And then we're going to go over again what you can do uh, to keep yourself safe. And in that, we'll look at who's at risk and why. Okay? So we're going to try to cover an awful lot. Nicole has sent me a number of questions. We'll try to get through all those as well. So let's get going. We've got a lot to do today. Okay, so Richard Horton was the chief uh, editing officer of The Lancet, uh, again, one of the world's most prestigious medical journals. And what he wrote a few years back was, and this is all in your article if you want to follow along in your article, quote, the case against science is straightforward. Much of the scientific literature, perhaps half, may simply be untrue. Afflicted by a size of tiny effects in valid exploratory analysis, flagrant conflicts of interest, together with an obsession for pursuing fashionable trends of dubious importance, science has taken a turn towards darkness. Well, one of the things I laughed when I reread that, because I've used that quote so many times, is pursuing fashionable trends. We could say right now the Coronavirus is a fashionable trend of dubious importance. Then we have the New England Journal of Medicine, and we want to look at, again, Dr. Angel, who is the chief executive of officer of the new chief executive, chief editing officer of the New England Journal of Medicine. And it's quoted to say, it is simply no longer possible to believe much of the clinical research that is published or to rely on the judgment of trusted physicians or authoritative medical guidelines. I'll read that line again. Or to rely on the judgment of trusted physicians or authoritative medical guidelines. I take no pleasure in this conclusion, which I reached slowly and reluctantly over my two years as the editor of the New England Journal of Medicine. Okay, so if we can't rely on medical journals and trusted physicians or authoritative medical guidelines, 
for accurate, real, trustworthy information, where do we go? The World Health Organization? I've gone to that for a long time. Don't anymore. Richard Horton again, he was tweeting. I'm not going to go over all the, the comments that I've posted here. I just want to go over a couple of the ones that he made about the World Health Organization and why it is no longer trustworthy. Uh, one is the WHO, WHO stands for the uh, World Health Organization, is no longer a science-based organization. Who believes that scientists within the agency should be anonymous bureaucrats? Ooh, that really scary. Science in WHO is seen as a dangerously subversive activity. Publication in journals brings the threat of disciplinary. Wow. Holy cow. So the WHO doesn't depend on accurate evidence-based information anymore? Down near the bottom, you know, I had to laugh at this one. When papers get salami sliced and divided between the New England Journal of Medicine and the Lancet, it gets complicated, sometimes nasty and even threatening. So you can take one article, one study, and cut it up in a variety of different ways, reorganize the authors, rename the article, rewrite the abstract, and then print it in a number of different journals. Various journals, and I know various ones I write for, um, are very concerned that information is duplicated. So you have to change it enough so it's not duplicated. And I'll simply say to them, well, I've written similar articles in many journals. If you want to use this one, fine. If you don't, that's fine too, up to you. So, again, what we're focusing here on is that the New England Journal of Medicine, the Lancet, and the WHO are not trustworthy for accurate information. How does that impact when we're looking at the uh, – COVID virus. Go down. Um, right now, according to world meters, um, worldwide, we have 208,184 people diagnosed. 208,000 around the world. 